And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. Comedian Jenna Kim Jones is here with her brand new grocery segment, where she'll tell us all how to pick the ripest cervixes. Hashtag Al has tips on how to secure the best room at the YMCA. Producer Greg Heller will tell us a story that will make things awkward for him at home. And Chef Jeff will cook up his famous suffering succotash without the succotash. I'm her host, I mean husband Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little macadamia nuts. It's me, Allison, and welcome to the first Thursday show of 2016. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hey. Hi, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Sup? <laughs> Ooh, he's it up. the new 2016 yeah. Daniel. So many differences. <laughs> I know. Full of beans. And hello, Jeff. Hey, Allison. I can't wait to see what you have in store for us. In 2016. I just want to not throw up. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's a fitting goal. So, so much in this episode. We have a special uh, snack chat. We are expanding into beverages. Courtesy of Al and Jenna. So we'll be Mm. doing that later. Um, We have these note cards here with the title, Let's Talk, Games for Talking. This was a gift I received from my mother-in-law discussion and prompt cards for use with all groups and i haven't decided whether we should discuss and prompt via these cards or not (laughs) however if they aren't fitting for the show we cannot mock them which means we probably shouldn't talk about them by the way that wasn't a sign from my mom saying uh you need to have things to talk about was she like i feel like you're circling the drain a little bit um i want to find out what everyone did for new year's and i want to share what we did for new year's that that will be a very short story but first um i will bring you guys up to date uh i have some new thoughts on my very favorite iv drug versed (gasps) I had an egg retrieval on Saturday. As we record, this is Monday. I feel very weird and out of sorts um, because I don't get a lot of sleep usually the night before the egg retrieval. Like the two days before the egg retrieval, I don't get a lot of sleep because you have to time the trigger shot. It has to be at an exact time. And then usually the retrieval is early in the morning and I'm like waking up a lot because I'm nervous. And I always think... When I get home, I'm just going to crash out and sleep all day and take it easy. But the last two retrievals, I've come home and I've been like wide fucking awake. Weirdly, but Daniel and I'll get home. He'll take a nap and I'll just be sitting at my computer, almost like grinding my jaw, like very wide awake. Um, And I didn't really think about it the last time. I just thought that's weird. And then this time it happened again and I couldn't sleep. And I remember them mentioning that they put Decadron this is not about the Versed, by the way. I'm going to have to loop back. They put Decadrom, which is a steroid, in the IV. And I began to wonder, could that be keeping me awake? And then I looked it up, and sleeplessness and insomnia is a side effect of it. In fact, people who have it frequently, I found this article by someone who, I forget like the various things that they give it to you for, but he was saying, like, here's what I do for the first two days when I'm unable to sleep after Decadron. <laughs> um, so... 
I have not been able to sleep because every time it's like I'll fall asleep for a second and then it's like someone standing right by your ear yelling, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I keep being jolted awake, but I'm physically very tired. So I feel out of it. So anyway, that's uh, beside the That's just I feel like I'm barely here right now. Is this one of the talk cards? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it's working, but it's very, very specific. Well, it said discuss Versed. <laughs> so anyway, but back to Versed, which is the drug they give you to relax you before giving you the drug that knocks you out, which I've discussed before. It's my favorite drug. It's also Midazolam. called. That's what it's called. <laughs> and I found out that it has been approved for use in lethal injection, which then made me say, how bad could it be? You know, I mean, mm. I don't expect that I would ever need to be lethally executed, mm. which is the kind of the only way that you could be executed, actually. <laughs> lethally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never um, say never. Right. You don't but know. it just made me think because it was happy, you know, botched executions were be, were the result of people using midazolam. And I was like, well, how bad could that be? Because you are so you're in such a good place. So, I, you know, I'm not saying I want that to happen, but I'm just saying I wouldn't mind it. Anyway, though, I need to change my feeling about that because here's what happened this last time. So this is now my sixth retrieval. I'm very used to how it all goes. And when, from the time I get there, I'm just like, I'm just looking forward to the Versed. Just give me the Versed. So get in. IV started very quickly. Um, she gave me the Versed. And, and the anesthesiologist, who's like my buddy now, said, do you want to be awake for the prep or do you want to be asleep for the prep? And I said... I'll be awake for it because I do not want to be robbed of a precious second of (laughs) sweet versed because it makes me feel like I'm like floating and melting and it's almost like a non-sexual full body orgasm. Like my whole, I don't know if it affects everyone this way, but it just like, I just love it so much. Um, So I'm like Uh leaning back. My eyes are half lidded. My legs are in the stirrups. I can feel the air on my butt, and I don't care. I'm just feeling good. Yes. Um, You're on the nod, basically, right? Yes. It, yes, except that it's not an opiate. It's, as I've said before, it's in the, um, it's like extremely strong Valium. Right. So, any, but, but yes, it's what I imagine being on the nod is like. So, anyway, part of the prep, and I don't know how to say this in a way that is not going to make everyone snicker. So, here goes. Part of the prep involves pushing something big and uncomfortable in and out of your vagina numerous times. And And first the nurse does it and then the doctor does it. And in the past, this, I remember in the past, this is when I was like, that's a weird sensation. And the next thing I knew I woke up and the surgery was over and I'm like, I can't comment on it again because they hear me say that's a weird sensation. And then they think I want to be put to sleep and I don't, uh, yet, but this time it was uncomfortable enough. And it, I mean, I, my perception wasn't that crystal clear, but it just felt like it was like very, it lasted a long time. Like how many times must they do this? And I could feel like wetness dripping out of me and it just felt interminable. And I thought I could probably be asleep for this. This is pretty uncomfortable. So anyway, I said, what is that? <laughs> because the nurse, because each time they'd be like, okay, you're going to feel a little pressure. And then it was like, <laughs> just like something too big in a space too small and then they pull it back out 
Okay, a little and like repeatedly. So <laughs> I said, "What is that?" And the nurse says, it, "It's betadine, which is like a, a, a antiseptic." Yes, yeah. and but that wasn't my question. And I said, "Is it on a wand or something?" And then she held up what was being thrust inside me, and it was a wooden stick with a giant sponge on the end, like. Imagine the kind of sponge you'd use if you were going to sponge paint. If you were into crafts and you were going to sponge paint some designs on your wall using a stencil. It was like that, like covered in this orange betadine. Um, so that was weird. And then I saw that and I thought, yeah, I could probably, maybe I should ask to be asleep for this. And the anesthesiologist kept saying to me, let me know. How, you know, when you want to be knocked Yes, out. <laughs> how are you doing? Let me know. And then I heard, so then the doctor is now there and everyone's like floating in and out of frame. Like I'm very out of it. And the doctor's there, more beta dining. And then I hear him say, speculum. And then I think, oh, I don't even feel the speculum. And then suddenly I felt this very, very uncomfortable pinching of like my lower left vagina lip perhaps i'm not sure what it was i'm not sure what part of me <laughs> daniel looks like he wants to die and everyone else also looks yeah like parents no i'm just uh, saying you're like driving you're like so ready to have a baby Thank like you. oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh if I you can do this yeah you're fine i don't know <laughs> what was being pinched but it was it was something it was really painful and i went ow ow Oh, my God. And then because when I'm drugged, there's even less between me and being a sailor. I went, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> and then and again, I don't really have a sense of time. But the doctor's like, oh, oh, sorry. And he apologized numerous times. And then the anesthesiologist said, see, it's good you're, you were awake for this. And I felt like she said it more than once or I was just hearing things in double. But she's like, it's really good you're awake for this. Because if you had been asleep, you wouldn't have been able to tell him that it was pinching you and I'm thinking but how bad would that like what right. what exactly would have happened I, either I would have slept through it or it would have been tissue damage but I know I said to the doctor uh, it, is there blood and he said no I think she probably assumed that it could have torn something in that, that ugh, ugh. yeah oh. so anyway though here's the here's what I was driving at the whole the, here's where the story's headed the whole time take your time after the <laughs> <laughs> after that I was wide awake and so alert, and my versed, um, my versedness, versedosity—I don't know what the correct term—my versed haze was lifted, and I was very, very present. And I almost thought I should ask for more versed because they need to make that up to, to me. Um, but anyway, it just made me realize that probably execution via Versed is pretty terrible if it if it goes south. Because despite how like happily, warmly drugged I thought I was, a little bit of pain completely pierced that. So you, you folks didn't think this was going to get political. Yeah, <laughs> I feel a bit Good. let down by Versed. Yeah. I it, I thought it was. In my corner, I thought it was my ride or die bitch drug. <laughs> I just learned that recently. I'm going to get rid of it right now. Um, I'm just saying. I thought. I thought that. Uh, I just expected a little more from it. So that happened, and that was so unpleasant. that was a mistake, though. Like he yes. messed up. Okay. I don't. I don't exactly know how a, spe- a speculum is supposed to stay in there. It seemed sort of like. <laughs> get it? It looks like a duck. <laughs> 
Uh, it kind of does, yeah. yeah. Thank I, you. Thank you. The way I imagine it, it's sort of like pliers, and like if a if a tiny bit of skin got caught, I think we got it. The, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Well, I don't know okay. if something sharp was like if it like slipped out. I don't know what was going on, but gotcha. something that wasn't supposed gotcha. to. Okay. So anyway, um, and we got we have one more embryo now. They got two okay. eggs, one fertilized. So that's good. Awesome. It's not ideal. I've, I've talked about this before compared to the women who go in and they're like, I got 20 eggs and 16 fertilized. That's how they sound. Uh, with me, <laughs> we pretty much dependably get one each time. But still, I'm, I'm happy that we got one as opposed to none. Um, and people have asked before, well, when are they going to transfer them? Because we haven't put any of the embryos back in me yet. Uh, we are currently trying to get enough embryos to have two kids, ideally. To start a football team? Yes. <laughs> and statistically, I think like one in four, is that what she said? One mm-hmm. in four are will will produce a healthy pregnancy. Right. So we have six now, so I think we're going for eight. But there's always this question of like, how long can I do this? Because I am over it. Uh, except yeah. I do like the Versed, but what? The Hill? <laughs> well, so I'm soon to be over the hill. Too. I started thinking about that today. I started thinking, what if this was like an O. Henry short story mm. where we are taking so long to get all the embryos that by the time we're ready, I will be too old. But I mean, yeah. everyone's aware of what's going on. Everyone's aware of my age at the clinic. And by the way, the way they ask you how old you are at the clinic is they say, I forget. How young are you? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. They always geez. say that, though. Remind me, how young are you? Like, yeah. as if I'm going to be like, oh, well, when you put it that way, <laughs> I feel like a spring chicken. <laughs> anyway, so that is my story. That reminds me of my assistant trick. When someone would call and you don't know their last name, you would say, can you spell your name, please? Or can you spell your last <laughs> name? Oh, always. Yeah. <laughs> You know, oh yeah, like I know it. I just don't know how to spell it. Right. When I got, um, when I met Marky Ramone and I had him sign the book that he wrote, and I'd been sitting at Corolla Studios chatting with him for like an hour, and then he went and did the show, and he came back, and I said, "Oh, before you split, could you sign your book?" And he goes, "Oh, sure, sure." And he goes, uh, "How do you spell your name?" And I said, <laughs> "J E F." He's like, "I know what you're up to, but okay, I'm not going to call you out." <laughs> So Greg came in tonight and said something that I realized you don't hear people say that often. He said, I am having the best day today. By the way, if you're ever on the Allison Rosen show, just fucking don't say anything until the show starts. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you come in here one day and you're like, I had lunch, it's just like you will be talking about that lunch. I heard you had lunch. Yeah. (laughs) So Greg, did you have lunch? I, I am having a good day though. That's kind of the oh, whole thing. Okay. <laughs> just, that's that. not the he whole thing. You just woke up Greg. and it was the best day. No. Okay. Well, it's a very good day if you're. This is a very good day if you are a surfer because everyone is back to work and the waves happen to be very, very, very good where we live. So I got up and I went surfing for three hours this morning, and wow. then I worked for the rest of the day, and I was very productive. So it was a good day. That is a good day. That, that is, is a good day. And then I made the best chicken. I'm getting so good at making chicken. It's like I taste my chicken. I taste food that I make sometimes, and I think I could like cook in a restaurant. <laughs> sometimes. Tell us about this chicken. It's just like a very simple spiced chicken that's seared. That's seared. That's seared. <laughs> this is the mic is moving. It's seared. The chicken is seared. But now the chicken you, is okay. seared. The chicken is seared. <laughs> and <laughs> this is the whole thing. This is the thing. The thing about cooking. Tell us the thing. As soon as you learn to sear something, remove it from the pan, 
cook the veggies in that in in the what you seared it in reduce it with wine scrape it and put the meat back in and bake it you can cook anything in the world Hmm. i'm telling you that is the secret to all cooking have you taken cooking classes yes i have not that many but i've taken like enough where'd you take them at this thing called hip cooks Hmm. in los angeles do you know what that is no Hip, hip Cooks is like a cooking school that's supposed to be like a not stuffy cooking school. Well, They're clearly like, from the name. I don't yeah. like stuffy shit. Yeah, so it's not like French. Like they, they, ride it not like they ride it a little hard. Yeah. They ride their not stuffiness a little. Yeah. Like, We're going to cook Hip Cooks, whatever. Just cut it. It's fucking put it in. Are they like, drink wine out of a water glass. Yeah. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like stuffing. They don't make stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they kind of are a little heavy on the like, You cut it wrong, use the shit. It's fucking eat it. But I have taken some <laughs> cooking classes. But I also have just cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked. I love cooking so much. I kind of want to quit writing and cook. Have you ever worked as a professional cook? No, never. Not for one second. Hmm. You know what you need, Greg? Me undies. <laughs> Actually, yes. You probably thought I was going to talk about Blue Apron, but instead I'm going to talk about me undies. Want the secret to a New Year's resolution? Yes. Make the first step really easy. Like the first thing you do every day, put on underwear. This year, out with the old, in with the new. Step into a fresh new pair of me undies, the world's most comfortable underwear. Daniel, you were just saying that they are the most comfortable they underwear. They are. They're super comfy. And it's the easiest resolution you'll make. <laughs> Head to MeUndies.com. Choose from a variety of styles and limited edition patterns for both men and women. And they'll be delivered right to your door. MeUndies is next level underwear. Every pair is made with their signature modal fabric. I might be... Is it modal? Modal? I don't know. I know. It's, comfy. I, it's very soft. Modal is a word. It, I don't know if modal is also a word. It's, the, it's a fabric. It's very soft. It's twice as soft as cotton. And they don't just feel better than regular undies. Mm-mm. They make you feel invincible. Yep. I had to say, Daniel, put on a helmet. Just because you're wearing I'm, those underwear, I'm you're not right invincible. Mm-hmm. It's guaranteed to be the most comfortable underwear you've ever worn. Or your first pair is free. So don't start your, your new year in old underwear. Make a change and head to meundies.com slash Allison right now and get 20% off your first order. Plus, shipping is always free for all orders in the U.S. and Canada. So for 20% off your first order of the world's most comfortable underwear, head to meundies.com slash Allison right now. Okay, what did everyone do? For New Year's Eve. Whew, fell asleep at about 10.30. So, pretty great night. Great. But she slept for like seven hours that night. Oh, good for her. So, it was like worth it. You know, she fell asleep, I fell asleep, and the next thing I knew, it was like 6 a.m. And I'm like, what just happened? Is just, she dead? What just happened? I just laid next to Jenna, and then it like clicked over, and I was like, yay. And then I just turned the TV off. <laughs> With like a tear running down. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Did you really? We made it. No, I just went to sleep. <laughs> I actually have a question. This has come up on my show before because I noticed that a lot back. I don't. I really don't have that many haters these days, which is very nice. Um, I still have some, but not a ton. You do. They just don't listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but they've sloughed off. But back in the day when I had like a real, a pretty, uh, a pretty thriving hater, a, a, a stripe of my listenership were haters. I noticed a pattern, which was. A lot of the haters had infants at home. And I thought, how weird that there's like this innocent, fresh new life in your house and you're sitting on a computer being a total prick. Um, And so I remember talking to people about it. And what came up more than once was that men who have infants at home begin to feel sort of 
useless in a way because the baby needs the mom so much. <laughs> I meant that to come off in like a softer way than it did. Um, or they feel a little bit like they're I don't not know, as important to the pushed baby to the yet. side. Yeah, because the baby really needs the marginalized. Mom. Ex- margin. Thank othered. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Othered. Yuck. Oh. Marginalized. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop it. Do you feel that at all? Uh no. Okay. No. no. I feel like. Uh, then why are you sending me such shitty comments? <laughs> I, that's weird. I I don't know. You know, yeah. I Al is extremely helpful, and I ask for his help a lot. Yeah. And then right now we're doing like half the time I breastfeed straight from me, and then the other half I pump. The, oh, I was gonna say I, it would be so much better if you had said it. The other half we Al, breastfeed straight yeah. from Al. And it, yeah, right it goes okay. It goes okay. She's pretty hungry, but it's working. Yeah. Um. He's so he boy, am I chafing. It just hurts. I tell you. So, no, but the other half I'm pumping and putting it in a bottle. And so Al gets to feed her now. <laughs> yeah. Lucky Al. And so I feel like that helps. No? That's good. I mean, you get to spend more time with her that way. I, I feel... Uh, but even when yeah, I but was... Even in the beginning, yeah. I, I don't know. I do like all the dishes and I help with the laundry and I do all the other things. Cause all, really the, all the non-baby stuff? Yeah, all the non-baby and it's stuff. Awesome. So I feel like... <laughs> so for me, I feel like... You're the support uh, staff. If she's feeding the baby and I'm doing the dishes, it's like we're all doing equal parts. We're doing what yeah. we're capable of doing. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I suspect with these guys too, there's probably other factors mm-hmm. maybe like with sexual frustration, lack of sleep, stuff like that. You know, probably, well, maybe. and they're probably unhappy, miserable. Well, people I was gonna anyway. say, and they're not being helpful, probably because right. you know. Yeah, I mean, for if the first while, busy. I'd be like, "You take care of the baby," and I would just write hate, hate tweets. <laughs> That's so crazy. Who I had no idea. Yeah. I'm so sorry I put you through that. Okay, I was well. tempted a couple times though to set. I will admit, on one of them, I found their Facebook page and saw their, because he, he was saying such awful things. Mm. And I saw his wife, and I wanted to send his wife a message with some of his tweets and say, look at what your fucking husband is saying yeah, to right? my wife. You Who has, Annie Letterman, Annie Letterman has that, done that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like because April Richardson did that, yes, too. Yes, I think she did. I feel like it, it only makes things worse to engage in any way, so I didn't yeah, do it. But I think so. I, can I tell you something? Um, I do a thing when I'm driving called that I ref- me and my friends refer to as teaching, <laughs> where if like a particularly aggressive driver starts revving behind me, I do this a lot because I drive the PCH a lot up north to go surfing. I'll block people in for like seven or eight miles. Jeez. And I'll just like find another car and keep pace with it. And the person, the like really aggressive dude in the lowered Acura or whatever, I'll just block him in as long as I can. But I do it really casually. Mm-hmm. I do that. So that, and I've, I've also talked about curb sneaking in here, like yeah. I'll stop, but I do it in a way so that there's no- They can't they, see that you're doing something- They like, can't see that I'm yeah. doing it purposefully. Right. And then when they pull up next to me, I don't look at them, and I don't engage with them in any way, and to me, that's the most satisfying way of doing it, yes. because that person never has the satisfaction of knowing that you're engaged with them. And I have never once been tempted. And also, mind you, like I have suffered thousands of comments of people saying, "Like your show sucks. Your show's not funny. Your shit. This mm-hmm. your writing is garbage." And I find the satisfaction of not engaging is so amazing yeah. to me mm-hmm. that I cannot imagine the satisfaction of engaging can even approach. I've it. never. It can't. Yeah. It can't. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never felt good after engaging in no. something like that. It's always ugh at the end. Now, do you feel that you're actually teaching these drivers something? I feel that I am, but I know that I'm not. No, what you're doing is you're not 
letting their behavior be rewarded. Like, yeah. like you're not letting them get what they want. I have a real thing where like, I, I say this to myself sometimes or to others, like, why do you get to do that? Why do you get to disregard the same thing that we're all mm-hmm. playing by? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why do that. you get to curb sneak around me? Why, why do you get to do this? So if nothing else, I'm enforcing a sort of like human code. No, I do the same thing though. It's it, there's something about a really aggressive driver who rides right up your ass on the road that makes you just want to be like, okay, well, guess what? You're not going to get what you want. Right. See, you that's know? interesting because I just go crazy person on the road. I'm going to get away from you. Me too. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do that too. Usually you try to get away, but sometimes you'll, you'll box them in. I also have a giant truck. So people think that I'm probably a little bit meaner than I am. I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do love that idea of like, you've been blocked in for eight miles and I, as far as you know, I'm just a person driving. You like to teach people lessons without them knowing that they've been taught a lesson and without them knowing that you know anything about them or that you're teaching them a lesson. That's which correct. Which is really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do I you love have doing imaginary that. classes that you teach me <laughs> in your mind or is it? Yeah. Do I, you get imaginary credits for that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm auditing the world. <laughs> I kind of do have imaginary classes that I teach in my yeah. head a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. It's really weird. Yeah, I do. Hip well, cooking? Yeah, sort of, yeah. What did you do for New Year's? I went to a dinner party. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a, little, I'm a little phlegmy. I don't know why. I went to a dinner party with some people I didn't really know. I enjoyed your tweets that night. I uh, didn't see them. Yeah. I missed them too. I mean, I was asleep. I so, shouldn't yeah. talk about this that much. But uh, I went to a dinner party. There's a magician there. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, awesome. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We're gonna need to hear a little more. Oh, please tell me all about the magician. <laughs> this is so great. Him as a date, and then somebody <laughs> said, "Do you know any card tricks?" And he said, "Yes." And then she said, "Oh, the host said I don't have any cards." And the magician said, "I do." Of course. Oh, he, he wanted to do the trick, and he brought his own cards. I guess he had a magician <laughs> always has cards. He right? should, doesn't he? Have I we talked think. about magicians yet on the show? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. He, I filmed yeah. him doing all the magic, and then I was like editing it the next day, and I was like, "No, <laughs> no." Was it Ayala's friends? It was a guy who was there as the date of one of her friends yeah right but i mean you were at her friends we were at her friends yeah and they were lovely wonderful people i had a very good time is he a full-time magician or or he's a full-time magician he's a full-time magician he is employed as a magician i asked him that question pointedly like six times because it's sort of like if someone tells you that they're like that they make their living as a writer or whatever you kind of go yeah but what do you really do yeah tell me yeah yeah, yeah, how are you making what's your actual job and he he works at a well-known magic establishment in the Los Angeles area. You know, a real magician trick is not to <laughs> like pull a canary out of your pocket. live? Is not to pull a canary out of your pocket. <laughs> the real magician trick would be for someone to say that they're a magician and to resist the temptation to, to do, do magic. A trick. Yeah. Yes. I would be impressed by that. <laughs> the real magic trick is making people enjoy what you're doing. <laughs> I happen to be like 10 on 10 high at this party and also pretty drunk. By the way, this party was really fun because my wife had a couple of cocktails, Ooh. which is pretty rare. Um, Hold on one second. Person yeah. who handles the sound. Could li- were our listeners able to hear when Greg whispers? I can hear it. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I um, stopped the show for that. By the way, the party was also one city block from our house, and we Ubered to it. <laughs> Did it cost like $45? 
We spent $38 Ubering back and forth to a Get party that was one out. block from our house. It was like oh, 8.9. Well, we sort of search. did that in New York, but it was raining. Yeah. It was like a block away. It wasn't raining, but you never know. You can't walk in these shoes. So when he was doing <laughs> You magic- just can't walk in these <laughs> Girlfriend, shoes. Girlfriend, I hear you. You can't <laughs> walk in these shoes. When he was doing magic tricks at the party, were people feeling very awkward or were people into it? Because I feel like the only reaction I ever am able to muster from someone doing a magic trick is just like, oh... Well, he was like, good at like, it. He's, the... he's very good at card tricks, this guy. Yeah. And I feel like most people, it went on about 10 minutes too long. Oh, I yeah. Say. yeah. I felt like most people were like, whoa, whoa, shit. How, where did that card go? Are really cool. I mean, it, it's, I could never do it. I was studying his hands for sleight of hand, and I still couldn't figure out how he was doing it. If there are any magicians out there, I want to say I do appreciate the artistry of magic. There's just something awkward about the relationship at a party when someone busts that out that's i find to be i don't know how to react it feels very like my my it's uncle very, did some magic contrived. tricks he brought it out at the dinner table one time and he's really good and everyone was just like okay like we know you're it's a trick it's There's, not like i don't believe in ma- in magic now i don't think you made the thing disappear quick survey at the table you're at a party a small dinner party would you rather Guy breaks out guitar and sings. Magic. Guy breaks out cards. Oh, magic, magic. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. times over magic. Yeah, but yeah. it's similar. It's it's the same kind of thing. Do you choose magic, Daniel? It's shorter. Is it? Well, I mean, it depends on the show, I guess. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And there's something about good sleight of hand or something that you can appreciate, right? But yeah. It, or a good trick you haven't seen. I mean, magic has been fucking ruined by Chris Angel and... Who's the yes. other dude who frozen cute David guy? Blaine. David Blaine, yeah. Can I tell a secret, a magic secret? <laughs> yes. Sure. Maybe I've told this on the show before. So uh, in Los Angeles, sorry everyone who's not familiar with LA, uh, there is a bank, a Washington Mutual, and it's a really old bank... In Hollywood. And it's one of those old Washington mutuals that has like the the sort of mosaics on the side and it's really like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I had a friend who was in the American Magicians Association or something like that and we went to this bank. AMA? Yes, that would be right. <laughs> and we went there at night to this bank that was closed and you walk up... Sorry if I'm telling secrets, magicians, but I'm telling you. <laughs> You're not a magician, right so it's. I'm okay. not in the guild. They wouldn't yeah, let me in. Exactly. So <laughs> we walk. We park. It's night. It's dark. It's dark inside the bank. And there's. I'm not making any of this up. You look in the windows, and there's a dude next to the elevator in a tuxedo. Okay, the, but no one else in the bank. Eyes wide shut, which yeah. I haven't seen, but it yeah. just seems like. So it. we go. He he lets us in. We go into the elevator. We go down to the basement. And you go down this hallway and you go through these doors and suddenly in the, in, you go through these doors. There's like all of these framed pictures of magicians on the walls and like this glass cabinet. And you walk in through that area into this theater and it's got all these mannequins and like candelabras and they, they do a magic show for you right there. And then you walk to the front where the stage is and there is a museum and it's like this maze and it's giant and with all these tiny little theaters and stages that you go to with, uh, you know, famous uh, old magic tricks from like the Egyptian time, like artifacts, like it's a real museum. Egyptian magic? All underneath. They made pyramids disappear. A bank. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the history of magic is what it is. So you can walk through. And, and it's a see- secret? It was. It was a secret. It's was un- the, this is not during 
bank time, bank hours. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's at night. At night. Okay, right. yeah. It's at night, but this thing exists, and when and right where it is, you would have no idea. Wait, how there. do you get into it? You have to know somebody. Who, who did you know? To, I knew a dude who was a sleight of hand magician. He so anybody like, who knows magic can get into this. This is thing? a long time ago. This place is free admission. There's what's their overhead? No, they have to. You have to be part of the. <laughs> How do they, what do they pay rent with? Be, yeah. Part of the AMA. <laughs> yeah, you have to be in the AMA. I think Wait, you have I to be. I bet your magic, your professional magic guy. <laughs> I'm sure he knows here. about this. He's yeah. probably been there. Yeah, you should ask him about it. It's pretty. It was one of those. It that really was one of those crazy. Like holy fuck, this shit really exists. Like that is so secrets weird. underneath the city. You know, because <laughs> you're you, like go, you're like underneath a very very major street in Hollywood. That's why. Have you Googled it to try to find evidence that this exists? No. Was it all a dream? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I've been to a few of those. I've been to a place to an art gallery downtown that had a speakeasy. Under it, that had sure. like a trap door that you walk that's down so to cool. get under. Yeah, there's a few of those places. And there's there. a yeah, there's a theater. There's a house that's actually a theater in Hollywood, and you go in, and it's like a giant fucking theater. But it's just in a. I think I Richard Pryor been owned it. To anywhere that appears to be somewhere that it's not. Did that come out right? <laughs> there's anywhere a place in New like York this. like that where it's like a phone booth, and you walk in, and then you knock on the back of the phone booth, oh, and it opens into that. a speakeasy. Ooh. Oh, is that like a, a place that Broadway people hang out? Probably. I don't know. That, I just I went to it. It's like a restaurant normally. And then mm-hmm. there's this fo- like an old phone booth inside the restaurant. Um, so I went and ate there. And then someone told me like, oh, that's the entrance for the speakeasy at night or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I, feel I don't really- drink. So I'm kind of <laughs> lame. Yeah. Jeff, have you been to places that are not what they seem? Yeah, I've been to a couple secret speakeasy typey places, little uh, secret bars. I'm just so on the beaten path, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, tell me where your secret places are so that I can consider going. Anyways, I, real quick. I had a friend at a dinner party I had who knew how to hypnotize people. Ooh. Oh and that he whipped awful. that out and hypnotized a couple of my friends. Were they and actually, they actually hypnotized? got hypnotized? Yes. And then the next day, I saw one of my friends and I asked her, like, were you just playing along with him? Did he really know how to hypnotize you? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, she didn't. Yes. And she I had lying. video of her. He had her. I, he needs, like, do you have a broom or something? All I had was a Swiffer. <laughs> and she held, he's like, I, he hypnotized her and she was holding the Swiffer. And then he's like, okay, please let go of the Swiffer. Or let go of the broom or whatever. And she couldn't. And she like started freaking out because she couldn't let go of it. And then he woke her up and she let go of it and she couldn't remember anything. And who was this guy in relation to everyone? Was he someone? He was a friend of mine from church or something. Yeah. Have you ever been hypnotized? I have. I actually. So a couple different people came on my show and talked about hypnotherapy and how it had really helped them, Mm -hmm. including Michael Showalter recently, who I've known as like a really, really longtime smoker, like always smoking. Um, and he said he quit and he was hypnotized and now he, it was like, after being hypnotized, it was so easy for him to quit. Uh, whereas he had like quit for a little while years ago and it really was white knuckling it, but this time was totally different. So he was like the third person in a short amount of time who had mentioned it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to try it. Um, so I had a few sessions of hypnotherapy and it actually helped with, some grief stuff and like working through sort of the same stuff that you would deal with in therapy, but just faster. And you for sh- you are positive. You were hypnotized oftentimes well, because I'm hypnogogic. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is the very first time they're like, 
doing, I forget that it's like called a hard induction or a hard something or like the very it's first. It's like an egg retrieval. Yeah. The very <laughs> first time it's like, they're like planting the seeds, mm-hmm. which then. It's the opposite of an egg retrieval. <laughs> which then afterwards <laughs> when they hypnotize you, it's, it's much gentler, but it was crazy because I'm pretty skeptical, but I'm weird. I'm skeptical, but I'm also suggestible. But, um, she had me do this thing where mm-hmm. she's sitting on the, <laughs> I guess what I mean to say is I'm probably pretty, it's pretty easy to hypnotize me, but I'm also skeptical of it all. So she's sitting on the, on one side of the desk and she had me sit with my chair, like, um, parallel to the desk and then put my hand on the edge of the desk and she said, she's like, I did the whole like countdown thing. And I felt like I was aware of what was going on, but there were also all these questions she asked me and I was supposed to say yes or no, but no, I wasn't allowed to speak. So I would like nod if it was yes or shake my head if it was no. And I remember Michael Showalter had said that his first time was like this too. Like she started being like, I'm going to count down now, like one, three, potato, fajita seven like he was she was like trying to scramble his brain that and he was like i realize what you're doing so the questions were becoming like they were sort of inverting it would be like sometimes when i'm in public i don't know like i'm uncomfortable because i don't know what to say like do you agree with it or do you not and then it's like sometimes when i'm not in public i'm never uncomfortable because i know what to say and i just be like what like it's like weird gibberishy kind of stuff and then she said is this conversation freaking anyone else out a little bit are you hypnotizing (laughs) us (laughs) like crashing their cars right now and then here was the crazy part don't hypnotize here's the crazy part she's like when i i don't know like when i give you the command or something you're gonna feel your hand lift and touch your cheek and you're and I was like "Uh oh I don't think this is gonna happen am I gonna fake it or not because I know she wants me to do this awkward but I don't think it's gonna happen and I don't like I don't know what to do and then this was the I swear to god this is the crazy part all of a sudden I just felt my hand like just my fingers just go to my cheekbone whoa that and I was at that Mm -hmm. point I was like a true believer because I'm like, that is so fucking weird how yeah. that happened. And what she said was that was your subconscious mind doing it. But she had also said something like, if you know, if you feel your, el- you can feel your elbow digging into the table. And I think when she said that, that like made my hand start to do that. But that was the weird. That's that how was- badly you want to please people. <laughs> <laughs> but the weird thing is that I felt as if it happened without me making it happen. That's what was so right. weird. But right before, have do you, you guys- remember her putting the fishing line on your fingers though? <laughs> <laughs> you ever- <laughs> when you were a kid at like slumber parties or anything, did you ever do that thing where you would stand in a doorway and push your hands against the door frame? Yes. And then you walk away and all of a sudden your hands lift. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Part. Um, are you joking? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not a ton of dudes did that. Al, did you guys ever do that no, when you were kids? No, no, that wasn't a big thing with your guy where friends. Your friends would hold your arms to your sides and you try to push, 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 and then they let go. And oh, yeah. We did it's a hyperventilating really... thing, but then someone told me your heart could stop from it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I've never done that. You know yeah, that thing where you yeah. like hyperventilate and then someone slams you in the chest? Yeah. Anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't Kids do, do that. dumb stuff at yeah. sleepovers. Yeah, yeah we just try thing. to pass ourselves out. Yeah, you, you try just, and make yourself yeah, pass out? Yeah, you choke yourself when you... Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, right before Kids my hand lifted to my face, though, I thought... 
maybe I thought about how when you put your hands against the door frame, right. that would happen. So like, yes. Anyway, um, and then the other time, so that was the like thing that like does the groundwork for the hypnosis, and then the subsequent times, it would just be like, okay, sit, you know, you sit back in a chair, and then they do this counting down thing, and like with each. With, it's almost like a guided visualization meditation thing. Like with each number, you feel yourself feeling more and more relaxed, and you, like you feel your the relaxation coming in from your toes and spreading and all that. Mm-hmm. And then um, sometimes you are talking, and sometimes not. But it really just feels like you're very relaxed. Like you don't. It's not a like, oh my god, where was I? Kind of thing. Right. You just feel extremely relaxed, and then you're kind of having a therapy session during it. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so someone did that at the party. Yeah. A Jenna's party. Oh, yeah. Party. It was cool. crazy. It was really, and he, I didn't do it because I'm kind of terrified to be hypnotized. I just don't like to lose control of myself mm-hmm. in any way. Mm-hmm. And so that just sounds well, you Horrible. could end up be like Creepy. that dude from Pink Floyd and just think you're an orange for 10 years, you know? <laughs> I what? might. That's what scares me. I don't know about this. Didn't like one of the original members of Pink Floyd, this might be urban myth, uh, one of the original members of Pink Floyd drank so much acid that he ended up in a that's oh, an This urban is an urban myth. Hospital. Yeah. You're, you're talking about Sid Barrett. And he did have some mental problems from the amount thought, of LSD. That I heard that he thought he was an orange, and that always cracked That's me an up. urban myth, yeah. That is yeah, an urban myth. And it? I think it's that he thinks he's a glass of orange juice. Hello. Oh. It's better if he thinks he's an But he actually had some mental issues prior to taking that much LSD. This is Greg, tell us more about the party you went to. <laughs> anyway, I didn't know that many people at the party, and the woman who put the party on gave everyone lobster. Whoa. Wow. Seems okay. Yeah, I guess it was But okay. it's your dream. That's a good party. But I was just, you know, oh, yeah. first of all, I totally thought That's that trouble. about a bunch. I was like, oh, no, what does this mean? Is this real? Am I awake? <laughs> and then the magic came, and then I, and then whatever. We stayed until like three in the morning. Wow. Did you dream about... Lobsters and bow ties and top hats that night. I, I didn't do much dreaming that oh. night. I kind of remember closing my eyes and then it was like noon. But it was funny to be around my wife with a hangover because the whole... Oh, shit. I'm not supposed to say that. See? Fuck. Yeah. The whole next day she was like, I think I have the flu. I think I have the flu. And I was like, you don't have the fucking flu. You just don't drink that often. And she was like, no, I really, I have the flu. And I was like, I bet your flu is going to feel way better tomorrow morning. <laughs> and she was like, and she, oh, yeah, of course. And she was like, how do you do this? And I was like, you just have to keep doing it. <laughs> she had the brown bottle flu. So here is, uh, sorry, just to go back to this real fast. Oh, just one thing I want to say that, about. Please. Sorry. What were you going to say? About hypnosis. <laughs> um, what she told me is they can't make you do anything under hypnosis that you wouldn't normally do. Like the whole time. Oh, really? You, yeah. You have free will the whole time. Well, that's, oh, that's see, that's actually Like when your really hand involuntarily know. touched your face. Because that's what scares me. <laughs> I was allowing it to happen, I guess. It was my subconscious mind doing it or something. Right. Um, right, but why couldn't your subconscious mind just be like stick a finger in your butt? Yeah, what if your subconscious <laughs> mind is a freak? You know, like <laughs> you don't know it. I don't think that. No, I don't. I don't. She said it's sort of like if you've ever had a massage and you kind of go into a trance state. It's really just like that. I think at I've done that. Hypnotherapy, yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. hypnosis at a party with a Swiffer is a little bit different, but like the it's kind pretty that's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the hardcore mm-hmm. hypnosis. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Daniel and I uh, were choosing. I mentioned that just so people know I'm very social with a ton of options. Choosing between uh, a party in Orange County and a party in L.A., but then they scheduled my egg retrieval for Saturday, and I had to give myself the shot at 1 a.m. on New Year's Eve night. Seriously? Mm, Bummer. So we... Could you be drunk when you got the shot? Well, I could. 
I personally probably wouldn't. Um, but yes, I could. But the idea of potentially being at a party when I had to give myself a shot at exactly when I am made me so nervous that we decided to just not go to a party. And we saw Star Wars. We saw Star Wars. <gasps> What'd you think? I, uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, so I did not go in having a lot of expectations for people who are freaking out. <laughs> there will not be... No spoilers here. Um, so I found it quite entertaining. Yeah. And, but this is what I would say. It, the word that I kept thinking was, it's a romp. It was like a fun romp. Like it wasn't an epic, humongous movie that really stayed with me, but I was entertained by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's yeah. kind of how Al described it. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. good. But it's not like groundbreaking. Yeah. Right. Love the characters. Thought the script could have used a better story, frankly. But it was fun. I, I st- I'm still thinking about the characters. I loved, you know. I know. I, I think We Adam drove down to Orange County and he only talked about it for the entire car ride and then for six hours with well, my brother-in-law. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> um, um, anyway. <laughs> it's on my mind. I thought Adam Driver was great. I thought uh, great. his villain, Rilo Kylie, was the best villain of the i mean kylo <laughs> was the best uh villain so far in the series i thought that was that was all very good jeff what'd you do i went over to my buddy dale's house and his wife made a killer prime rib yeah oh, nice we ate that Sweetness. and a bunch of other good food and uh watched some bad new year's eve tv like the uh dick clark's Pitbulls, Rockin', whatever pitbulls thing we watched new a lot special. of pitbull yeah. and it just was it just—it was like a window into another Is world. Like good I just don't fireball. like I don't understand yeah. that guy at all. He's super popular. A lot right? of white pants. Yeah, he wears and, only white pants and, he's, and no and, socks. And he's always got his tuxedo tie undone. It's like he just came from something or is just going to something. <laughs> yeah. But he yeah. never gets there. Yeah. He never ties it. That's right. And he just yeah, I don't get it at all. But it yeah. was it was really weird. It was a very hard call, like what's weirder, Pitbull or the Dick Clark one, right? Like they're both they're very both awful, bizarre and mm-hmm. awful. And I, and it occurred to me at some point, I'm we're watching a New Year's Eve that's on tape delay. It's not. It, <laughs> yeah, it says it's live all over. It's three there. hours ago, and I, w- I would actually like to see the New York one in New York time, and then see a West Coast one. Like why? Yeah, why, is yeah, why don't yeah. they have one from the the bank with the magic? <laughs> no, but they weren't they coming to like a lot of the footage was in Hollywood. They did that I with thought. Jamie. Uh, Jamie, who's the not funny Jamie? Kennedy. Jamie oh, Kennedy, yeah. yeah. They did it with oh. Jamie Kennedy. Oh, did they? Yeah, like two years ago, and it Is was that like as a opposed punk. to Fox, the funny one? Jamie Fox? Jamie. No, I was thinking of Jamie Oliver. Is he funny? He's a chef. He's a chef. He's a lot funny. But they tried to do a West Coast one that was a disaster, but oh. I don't know that we tried to do one since then. Somebody could do one. Yeah, for sure. They should do one, because I agree it's weird. I, yeah. The whole thing, all those parties are weird, though, because it's like... It's everything about it is staged. The people in the audience, mm-hmm. it's like this really clean cut looking group of people all just dancing like just so, so fake. All of it is so fake. And a lot of them seem to be high schoolers. Yes. Because who else are you going to get to yeah. go to this thing where there's clearly no alcohol and right. you have right. to be there all day? Right. And, and yeah. you know, it's like they're all Mormons. just related to the producers. Yes. Probably yeah. some probably Mormons. Mormons. Yeah. 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 The saddest one of all is the CNN one, though, where you've got Kathy Griffin trying to make fun of Anderson Cooper and he's he's forcing a laugh the entire time while Don Lemon while Don not- Lemon gets completely hammered and says <laughs> um really uh awkward things to people that's I, awesome there's there's moments of levity of, of uh what's what is the word no, it's enjoyable, the moments but it's, of entertainment in it i think yeah 
it's it, it means that one's you're more better. Inside. It's a little less fake. Yeah, I mean, at least you've got you know. Did you jokes. ever spend New Year's Eve in Times Square? No, no, me neither. No way. Speaking <laughs> of the prime rib that Jeff had, yeah, let's tell talk us about all cooking. About. You need to know how to cook. Not everyone has taken hip cooking classes like Greg has. Mm. Um, but whether you know how to cook or whether you don't, Blue Apron is for you because uh, they have you covered for less than ten dollars a meal. They deliver all the fresh ingredients you need to make delicious home cooked meals and you just follow the easy step-by-step instructions and you don't have to do that thing where you're like i want to make this recipe great now i have to go to the store now i have to buy all the ingredients i don't know how much i need i'm going to buy more than i need and it ends up being super expensive and a real pain in the butt no blue apron takes all of that all the difficult aspects of cooking a delicious home cooked meal they take all the difficult aspects away and they replace it with convenience, affordability, and delicious ingredients. And each meal can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. No matter your dietary preferences, Blue, Apes, Blue Apron makes it a breeze to discover and prepare dishes like chicken and udon noodle soup with Napa cabbage and dried lime, lemon ricotta and Brussels sprout pizza with caramelized onion and Waldorf-style salad, three cheese calzones with lacinato kale and tomato sauce. Cook with ingredients you've never used before, like watermelon radishes, farro, and potatoes. Recipes are between 500 and 700 calories per portion. They're delicious and good for you. Right now, you can get your first two meals for free at blueapron.com slash Allison. That's blueapron.com slash Allison. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Okay, let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Thank you by Chris Grotegut. <laughs> Twice a week, Allison lets me take a break from reality and enjoy every second of the in-depth interviews and the wonderful Thursday shows. I have listened to this show for a few years and this last year has made me fall in love with the show even more. This show will ask you if it is just me or everyone and go into the important subjects such as Snack Chat. The Thursday show is incredible, starting with Daniel's introductions, Chef Jeff's well-timed drops, <laughs> Greg's surfer talk, and the Kim Joneses, Jenna and Hashtag Al, who are absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you. I want to thank Allison and the rest of the group for being my new best friends. I look forward to another great year of a great podcast. Chris in Wisconsin. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks, Chris. For that super nice comment. You guys, if you would like your comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice comment. Go to uh, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. And by the way, while you're going to places... Assuming you've already bought stuff on Amazon by clicking through the Amazon banner on my website. Check out my new website. It's fancy and it's schmancy. It's, it's slick. A, it's awesome. Is it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks it's great. Yes. Oh. It's a, wow. No it's got a quite, quite a few fans <laughs> already. It's at AllisonRosen.com. Um, speaking of snack chat, let's prep our snack chat segment. Snack chat. All right, so in this snack chat segment, Al and Jenna brought everything that we need to try chill the chill pipe, 
which is something they've mentioned before. It is an aluminum straw, which makes your drink cold. And just to set the scene, they brought gigantic styrofoam cups. They brought ice. (laughs) They brought Diet Coke. And they brought nice regular straws so that we could compare mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. am i am i doing the chill pipe oh, yeah. justice oh, and yeah. explaining it it's, yes it gets real cold and then it makes your drink feel even colder right, right. it gives you the sense that you're drinking something that's really ice cold so should we try the regular straw and then the chill pipe just yes. that's what i think yeah okay yeah I'm so regular straw is just plastic from ikea yeah just an ikea straw hmm. what's going on here oh never mind um, what's up with these chill pipes? Let's get out these. Excuse me. Okay, I'm going to take a sip with the regular straw. Are we going to Pretty too? cold. Yeah, yeah we're okay. all going it's to. It's good. It's cold. It's cold. It's refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normal. Yeah. Cold. Now we're going to Yeah, try... wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's like a drink that has ice in it. Yeah. yeah. Cold. Very very cold yeah. like a drink with ice. Yeah. Real cold. Real cold. I would say. Actually, cold. A lot of ice in all right. Okay. Now, now chill out. The chill now the pipe. Ch- get ready for the chill pipe. Oh, I'm, I hope it works. Mm. Very cold, right? It's, so it's cold. colder. <laughs> yeah, it's colder. considerably colder. Yeah, it's colder. Daniel nonplussed by the well, chill pipe. Oh my god, the straw gets real cold too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but interesting that your it lips colder. and tongue don't stick to it. It gets colder with each sip. Yeah, because yeah. you're oh, getting yeah. you're putting more cold drink. But the chill pipe only works if there's ice in the drink, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Just well, if your drink's cold, then it will work a little bit. But ice helps. Does it have like thermos action? Like if you put it in hot chocolate, I've would wondered it that. Be really hot, and I don't know. Probably, but it would probably burn your lips. That's why these are yours to take and experiment with. That's right. Take them home. You don't want them back after our lips have been all over. No, well, they're you yours. So much. It's interesting because I like to drink my drinks warm, <laughs> and yet I'm enjoying this. You know what? This would it's be good really, with really what milkshake. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or a malt head. Yeah, malt head. Did you call it a malt head? Yeah, yeah that guy at the mall named Ted. <laughs> what do you mean you like to drink your drinks warm? That doesn't make like any room sense. Room temp? Room she temp. She does. Yeah. Room I don't put my drinks in the refrigerator. People who shop oh. with me, like husbands, um, all of them, always want to put my uh, soda in the refrigerator right away, and then I have to take it out because I prefer it. Like a warm, you want you want warm is not warm is not accurate. Room temp. I prefer yes, room, room temperature. Temp. I just don't need things cold. Even you could soda. live in Europe and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Diet I drinks could. are mm-hmm. so gross, room temperature too. What about but, beer? But you like them cold? No, they're gross, cold too. Beer, <laughs> beer, I, I pref- would prefer cold. Sure, good, really good beer a is good room temperature. I just want everyone to hear this sound. Yeah, refreshing. <laughs> Excuse me. This is kind. It is pretty amazing. The, it's neat. The it straw works, right? Is super cold. Yeah. Yeah, we we love the chill pipe. But I We're bet obsessed. with a milkshake, I bet at the base of the straw, it gets like frosty. Oh, I bet it does. You know? A real, yeah, real fresh good. shake. The snack culture of Utah is like so fascinating to me. It's this whole other world. <laughs> I know that it's it's so weird because it's another world that I'd never had experienced, and also I didn't even know about it. And I've been to Utah a lot. We used to go there to ski every year when I was a kid. Where did I you go? To Park City. Yeah. We used to go to Park City. Well, year. I think Utah's always had weird food and weird snacks because, mm. one, we don't drink. And then people, like, are very into baking and, it's like, food's so important. But I think it's really grown. I would say in, like, the last 10 years, it's become, like, important. They're going right. Kind they're of going nuts. crazy. It's spiraling. like how Oreos have like ten thousand new flavors. Mm. Utah's like I got to keep up with that. Yeah, you know, 
I'm yeah, not, the whole yeah, the whole snack it, food thing is gone. Now we're going to eat chat. this. What yeah, is this? So Jennifer, you know if I can have some, Daniel. <laughs> that <laughs> is. <laughs> So we're passing yeah, around. Like I, I took the bag and I set it in my hand, and da- before I could even put my own hand in it, I, Daniel I reached wait. over. Sorry, sorry about that, Jeff. He couldn't wait. So these are from. <laughs> these are all over Utah. They're chocolate covered cinnamon bears, and I've never seen them anywhere but in Utah. But they sell them by like giant bagfuls. Wow. These I just got in the bulk bin at the Winco. So is Winco? Winco is a grocery Winco? store that. Actually, they have them in California oh, wow. now, down in Orange County and San Diego County. But everyone is making interesting faces. There, it's like a grocery, s- just a big grocery so store. Like chocolate yeah. covered hot tamales. I mm-hmm. like them better than that. Bulk bin at the Winco. What's yeah, up with these things. <laughs> <laughs> Winco has bulk candy and it's cheap and amazing, and they have a million different kinds. I these are go good. I yeah. like it. Yeah, these they're good, good, right? It's a really interesting combination. Yeah. It's weird, but they're all over. I mean, Costco sells a giant bag of them in Utah. What are they called? Just chocolate-covered cinnamon, cinnamon bears. bears. Yeah. These are good. Can we go back to the chill pipe for a second? I just have a couple yes. questions. Do you carry your chill pipe with you in case you need it? I'm sure if I lived in Utah, I would keep it in my car. <laughs> Heck yeah, I would. Totally, because there's always a reason to get soda, and every place has great soda. Right. Yeah. In fact, if you don't have good soda, people won't go eat there. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I have friends who are like, yeah, they switched to Pepsi, and the ice machine stinks. We don't go there anymore. (laughs) What do you... Whoa. You mean like the quality of the draft? Yeah. It's a bad mix. They need need to be fresh. Daniel, you looked a little bit pained while you were enjoying in the quotes, first bite but, but now you've reached for another and you've already yeah. got two in uh, front let me, of you let me let me explain <laughs> the first bite has that initial like cinnamon like oh my god this is going to be like a hot tamale really 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 spicy but then it isn't no it's not they're not intense so once you get used to that and then the texture is smoother than you it's not gummy Right, right, and True. so the the chocolate texture and the the jelly texture actually kind of match. Mm-hmm. So it's it's actually not. It's bad. strange it's, it's too bad. because I'm really fascinated by this because the whole time you're eating, you can taste the chocolate and the cinnamon, mm-hmm. like they're so perfectly merged. And they, on paper, they don't sound that good together. It's they? just like cinnamon no. chocolate. Just imagine that's kind of what it is. It's yeah, like, actually, like cinnamon and hot chocolate is pretty good. It's it good. is really good. Yeah, I agree. Well, good. I'm glad you guys like them. Brought them, Snapchat. drove them all the way back here yeah, for here's you. A, here's a gummy question. And by the way, I want everyone to know I'm not getting this question off of my Let's Talk card. It came straight from my brain. What do you prefer? Gummy bears, texture-wise. Gummy bears, Swedish fish, or those sun-kissed fruit gems? Ew, Swedish fish. Swedish fish. Yeah. Swedish fish. Oh, I like those fruit gems a lot. Fruit gems are good. Yeah, I really like those. I don't know. Fruit. I don't know if I know what those are. The sugar coated ones with the the, the like outside. the orange slice. Yes. No, not the orange slice. No, I don't like those ones. Oh, you don't. Oh, okay. Um, but you know what I really like are the peppermint sugar coated ones. It's like an orange slice, but it's peppermint. Oh, I've never seen. They're that. They're shaped like peppermint leaves. Even it's very old woman candy. <laughs> old man. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I don't want to be a sexist. About. They're yeah. like uh, gumdrops, but they're peppermint. are they pastel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They're just green. Yeah. Oh, just okay. Green. Okay. Oh, yeah, you know what? Good. I do are know sugar, you're Are about. they yeah, sugar yeah, coated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would want are... it to be lime and then I would be disappointed. No, no, no. Yeah. You, how about how about uh Jordan almonds? Gross. I'm okay yeah. with that. Nope, not uh, in them. Oh, you know what I used to like? 
This is real old lady Circus candy. peanuts. No. Gross. Like, Boston baked beans. No. Non-parallels or whatever oh, those, those are. Good. Those are good. <laughs> Ribbon candy. Nope. No. Yeah. Licorice all sorts. Ooh, Allison. Oh. <laughs> There's, it's like half rubber, half licorice. Oh, no. Oh, good. I've recently gotten into licorice, like black Mm-mm. licorice. I hated it as a kid, and now I, I really like it. Uh-oh. Yet Things again, are happening. you drop these food bombs on the show. <laughs> yeah. Just like when I found out that there's yeah. like all sorts of special lunches that happen at your work. You're. I like to keep some things private. So there are things when to discover in our relationship. are you eating licorice? When does this happen? I never happen? do, but what, every now oh, and then, if I have it, I go, I really like this. But when I have you even don't. had it? I feel like I'm around you when this would happen. When um, I went to the Getty with my mom, she bought some licorice candies and I ate some. <laughs> One thing I'd <laughs> like you. to say, I, I don't consider myself to be a particularly political person, but there is no way that anybody thinks Twizzlers are better than Red Vines. There, right. there are, are people, so many people. They're obsessed no, with red vines. Twizzlers are yeah. like, I, I taste I them and I'm like, this is just a fucking piece of shit, wax, horrible candy yeah. that cannot yep. possibly compare okay, so to what's a worse, red vine. What's worse, uh, those or those uh, wait, you wax like, lips wait, that you eat? You are saying red vines are better. Infinitely better. Okay, that's I'm what saying. I'm saying because in Utah, red vines are like all the end all be all. There's okay. no comparison oh, yeah. way better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I got confused. You like Twizzlers better. I like Twizzlers better. Oh, oh my fuck! I don't really like licorice, so I don't know why I'm fi- Twi- jumping in here. They're they they're gross. They are what they are. Mm-hmm. I yeah. grew up on Twizzlers. Red vines did not exist when I was growing up, so yeah. the texture that's of red vine—that's what I know. They're supposed yeah. to be hard and strappy, and uh, <laughs> the red vines—the texture of red vines just yeah. doesn't work. That makes sense. I don't understand. Um, two things to say: one, Twizzler pollen peels. Have you had those? Yeah, those are good. Those are pretty good. Um, it's not the regular. It's not a. What did you call it? Strappy. strappy. Yeah. It's not a strappy candy. Mm-mm. It's like very thin strands of Twizzler. Also, nibs. Have you had those? Yeah, those yes, are good. Those are pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like those are okay. If I had to pick a licorice, I would pick nibs. Do you have a favorite member of the Just Born family? Um, remind me who's is in that the, the good and plenty good and, and the... plenty Mike and I yeah red hots are all in the oh wait lemon heads lemon heads might be in, in the just born family cherry chan remember that horribly racist candy yeah cherry chan remember he was like a cherry dry cleaner like horrible racist eyes and everything yeah it's really racist. I love Mike and Ike's man. I can eat like three hundred Mike and Ike's. I like hot tamales better. Yeah, me too. I kind of like Hot Mike and Ike's better. and wait, are good and plenty. Yeah, the but they're one? shit. I don't mind good. I don't know. Uh, I think I'd like those now because uh, my yeah, new, you like black licorice my now. Evolving yeah. taste buds. Mm. No, thank you. It's his secret shame. He's hiding in the closet eating black licorice black when you're not looking. Red mm. vines. Have you used it. as a straw? Have I used as a straw? She's like the question insults me, Jenna. <laughs> Can we move on? Of course, I've used as a straw. Well, I'm just making sure you are really love you, that you actually love red vines. You have used, still use. That's like will ask, use. That's like asking him if he's masturbated with uh, hair conditioner. <laughs> of yeah, course, it's close. Yeah. Um, one more candy thing, <laughs> and then let's do just me, everyone. Have you guys had those little? I'm blanking on what they are exactly right now, but they're like little raspberries that are gummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Those are pretty good. Yeah, I'm into. You them. like yeah. every candy that's. For sale at CVS in the little two for three. No, what yeah. it is? It's every candy that's for sale in the gift shop of a hotel 
in Las Vegas, which is where mm. my family used to take us mm-hmm. on vacation. You know what candy Always. can go fuck itself, though? Hmm. Oh, ooh, I want to guess. I want to guess. Yeah, I want to okay. guess, too. Will right. I be able to guess? Maybe. Um, Wait, is it one of those bagged candies? Button uh, candy. No, Bitto it's honey. A, it's a box candy. Oh, Bitto honey can I love, 100% I like, fuck I like, itself. Because I, like I love Bitto honey. I like oh, you honey. do? I do. Jujubees. But I'm just guessing because most people hate it. Abba Zabba. Jujubees and Dots. Chuckles. Oh, dots. Chuckles. Yeah, dots. Chuckles aren't bad. <laughs> I haven't had them Chuckles in a hundred like years. Fruit Do- dots can fuck right off. I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like dots. Dots, there's nothing, there's nothing about it other than it gets stuck in your fucking teeth. Yeah. It's like someone poking you in the face yeah. while you're trying to watch dots a movie. Dots can or piss right off. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. Hey, go fuck your Dots head. are gumdrops that have been left out for too long. Some mm-hmm. people put dots in popcorn. Yep, they that do. Is yeah. That is insanity. What you do is, that is insanity, but peanut butter M&Ms and popcorn is not. It's delicious. Also, <laughs> goobers. A little bit. Goobers and popcorn. Yeah, that's good, too. It's really oh, good. Mm-hmm. Obscure candy, by the way. Snow caps. Remember? Amazing. Those what's are go- great. What's going on with those things? Crunchy. What are they? Those are like non-pareils. That's the same oh, thing. Oh, it's not non-parallels? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was kind of wrong. Non-pareils. <laughs> Where are you guys? Here's another old lady candy. Where are you with Almond Roca? Yeah, they're I'm good. okay with it. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Remember the ads for Almond Roca were really sensuous. <laughs> Remember the ones I was like, Almond Roca. It was very sensuous. You're saying that sensuous? on purpose. Yeah, I love saying that word okay. like that. Yeah, I love to say sensuous. <laughs> that makes it so sensuous. disturbing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Almond Roca is so sensuous. Now, Al hasn't been here for this intense candy chat. Do you think there's any surprising candy opinions he holds? He hates Bitto Honey with a passion. Oh. Really? Yeah, which How? I love. They're so good. I know. Um, and he really doesn't like any... He's just like a chocolate guy. Chocolate or chocolate and peanut butter. How does he feel about nougat? Mm, like a Snickers? Then yeah, he's into nu- it. Just nougat. But like just nougat? You never like get a big just... Hunk? Abba Zabba? Like a Three oh. Musketeers. Is it Three mm, Musketeers He wouldn't nougat? like that. It's too boring for You know him. what my wife likes yeah. because she's from Israel that's garbage and shit? Is that halva stuff. Halva? Oh, yeah. No, I kind of like... Actually, can I say something? This is very obscure, but when you go to Fuh? Israel and you eat fresh-made halva, it will change your opinion about it, I swear. No, it's actually that I've had it like once, but let, it's pretty good. Let me guess what you're going to say. Turkish delight. No. <laughs> fucking marzipan. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like marzipan. No, you, you, you like marzipan? No, Who I said, said that. I know she likes it. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into it. It's garbage. It's pretty it's, good. No, it's garbage. Like it. It's Every time I'm even in the vicinity of it, I'm like, don't put that garbage in your mouth. When you, Yeah. When we worked, when I, when we, when I worked <laughs> at Dylan's Candy Bar in New York, because I worked there my freshman year of college, people would always come in and ask for that. And we only sold this like one little set of it that was shaped like fruit. Oh, they had, they yeah. had those in Las Vegas. Too. Yes, oh. yes, and people would be like, "This is all you have." I'm like, "Nobody likes this except you." There's like four <laughs> people that like this. Come yeah. on, I know the fruit shape one too, and it's yes. really all an abomination like of snacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Screw it to hell. <laughs> you know what aren't bad? Runts. I like those. Runts are the little fruit shaped mm-hmm. ones. The right? bananas. Yes. They're really good. That's oh, no. Really good. Yeah. yeah, runts mm-hmm. are good. Mm-hmm. Cherry. I haven't thought about runts in Willy either. Wonka's line of candies are all pretty, pretty, pretty good. solid. Yeah, runts. I, you know, mm-hmm. I forgot about runts. The banana ones are really good. Mm-hmm. What chew. was working at Dylan's Candy Bar like? Because we went in there it while we were in New York. It was a zoo. Insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. It was crazy when I worked there. Yeah. This and is it, in and Midtown somewhere? Stressful. It's right across from Bloomingdale's. And 60th and 3rd. That's the one we went to. They yeah. had these crazy like $8 candy bars that were small. 
oh, everything's ridiculous. It's like Tootsie Rolls. You're buying Tootsie Rolls at $12 a pound. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. yeah. It's no bulk bin at Winco. No. <laughs> Amen, sister. And okay. call back. Let's do Just Mirror Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? People who don't know, Greg is moaning while enjoying the cinnamon bear. Mm. Yeah, they're Sen- good. Sensuous. We, you know what we should do? <laughs> we should find out who the sensual. supplier is and import them into California. We'd make yes. a fortune. Mm-hmm. Be the importer. Mm. H.C. Hurt says, sorry, did you have to say something? It's just not what you think. No. You know, like sometimes, I remember the first time I was introduced to the combination of oranges and onions, or oranges and olives. You ever combine those things? No. That sounds you, good, though. If you make a salad Fish. with avocado, red onion, orange, and olive, it's incredibly delicious, but it sounds weird, right? Mm-hmm. Four mm-hmm. avocados! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have the best avocados in my house right now. I can't wait to go home and eat them, but it's like it doesn't seem like it should be good, and this, to me, if you had told me about it, I would have thought it's kind of gross, but it's really- It's good. It's something special. Yeah, I expected it to be okay, but yeah. it's, it's kind of fantastic. It's something special, yeah. yeah. Something about it. Yeah. And anyone just- You're welcome. <laughs> All right, H.C. Hertz says... Cinnamon M&M's. Those would be good, like if M&M got in on this action. There you sorry. go. Sorry, mm. Allison. Please continue. Just over here trying to host a <laughs> show. No big... What about this? How gross Deja would it be vu. if there were cheese M&M's? <laughs> cheese gross. curd M&M's? I think if I've never had cream cheese curds. Cream cheese M&M's Oh, they're so good. Oh, I have. Oh, cheese curds are they're so good. They're so good. I've had them like right from the cheese factory. What are they? My friend, Laura Lou, who's from Wisconsin, describes them as like slippery. Squeaky. Yeah. Squeaky. 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 What does that yeah. mean? When you they're bite them, they're squeaky when you eat them. Yeah. yeah. When you bite them, there's a, a squeaky they, texture. You've never had poutine ever? <laughs> no, but the it's squeak is their scream as they're dying in your mouth. Right, <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> well, if you ever had like a real, you actually say I learned this from hanging out with Canadians. You don't say I've had poutine. You say I've had a poutine. Really? Yeah, interesting. But if you've never had a proper poutine, it's something special. That's like a thing to eat in your it life. Sounds like something that would happen to you in Thailand. That's where I probably <laughs> have a proper poutine. <laughs> proper poutine. Did Harley and the Epic Mealtime guys teach you about having a poutine? Yes, and I like had my first really good poutine with them, and it it is it sounds gross. It's French fries with, with gravy and, and gravy, cheese right? curds that all over. But sounds good. It doesn't but, sound gross at but all. But if it's it, there's something very special about them when they're made right. Is it like little nuggets of cottage cheese? Mm-hmm. No, is it? No, what it's kind of almost closer to, to to uh, mozzarella, right? Would you say closer to? Because it's yeah, soft, like a, a not quite as soft as mozzarella, but yeah. in in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't get them out here, though, right? You can. They, they actually had them at Trader Joe's for a while. Really? Yeah, you can't get yeah. them. Here. We got some at like a farmers market hmm. like hmm. a year ago. Now mm-hmm. I must try cheese curds. Also, I completely forgot to say earlier when I was telling everyone to go look at my new website. Um, I want to thank Todd Jackson for designing it and Josh Holtzclaw for art directing it. Yeah. I meant to Great mention job, that guys. earlier. Okay, here we go. Doing this again. 
H.C. Hertz says, still surprised to see people flicking cigarettes out of their car windows in 2016. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hashtag I, not cool. So weird. I just saw a guy do that in front of my house. He was standing on the sidewalk smoking a cigarette and just went and just flicked it into the street and walked away. And I just uh, wanted to choke him. I almost got into an accident a few weeks ago because I, there was a guy behind me, <clears throat> excuse me, in a truck. And he did that thing where he put the cigarette in his mouth. And then he let it dangle. He had a beard. He let it dangle so that it was literally parallel to his face. Like the, the butt wasn't in his mouth anymore. It was just like... Just stuck to his It face. was like stuck to his bottom lip. And he, he was just driving like that. And I couldn't tell if it was lit. I was waiting for his beard to catch on fire. It, and, it was, and then at the next stoplight, he just, you know, he kind of you know, got his upper lip over it and you know, flipped it. And then he lit it. But the whole time I was thinking... A, Gross. is his face going to light on fire? And B, <laughs> you don't see people do that. Not you don't only see people that, my memory from my smoking days, I was always afraid to flick it out the window for fear it would come back, which happened to me one that time. That happened to me one time. That's happened to me a bunch too, actually. A bunch. A bunch, okay. yeah. Yeah, and then I felt a burning and I went, oh shit, and I like just leaned back hard and put it out on my shirt. How much did you smoke? A lot. You did? Yeah. Until when? Um, I stopped probably, let's see, I... I had taper so I smoked a lot when I used to drive. Uh, once I moved to New York because I wasn't driving anymore, I cut back a lot, but I still smoked. But I completely stopped in 2010. And you haven't had a cigarette since then. Correct, I have not. Hmm. So, uh, do you smoke in your car? No, never. Um, in fact, I was never. I've been one of these people who's like I've kind of struggled with nicotine off and on since I was about, and I'm not even kidding, since I was about 12. Mm. Um, I chewed tobacco for 15 years. Off and on, and then I would you swallow it or would you spit it? I would spit it, and I actually quit because they found some shit on the side of my tongue that is since gone. Now I'm fine, but then I've gone back and forth with smoking, and I've smoked like as much as probably five or six cigarettes a day. Mm -hmm. But I haven't had. I just went a month without a cigarette, which is a really long time for for you. Um, but they're horrible and I would like to quit them for the rest of my life. They're garbage. I just have some associations with drinking and smoking. That yeah. Really That's a tough one. It's a tough cross addiction. I just got this horrible text from my wife. Can I share it with you guys? Please. <laughs> yes. It says, um, I've been on the phone all night, so I did not watch The Bachelor. So one of the next few nights will not be your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Allison oh, yeah. broke the news to me when I got home. She's, that The Bachelor started yeah, again? Yeah, The Bachelor yeah. starting. We should re- record it. Yes. I got a text this morning at like 7 a.m. from my mom that said, The Bachelor, period, tonight, period. Oh, I, just, I felt my soul leave my body. Can you watch it on demand? Because we forgot to set something. There's demand? Oh, I'm Hell. sure you can the next okay, day. Good. Yeah. Just All right. You, and if you don't have Hulu, do you? We do actually. I don't. It's think, on Hulu. Though. I don't think the Hulu or the on demand is working though. I think it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely working, and there's definitely a girl whose job is chicken enthusiast. So you're gonna want to watch it. Okay. What does that even mean? I don't know, but I can't I'm wait. Do it. Okay. There's also 75 teachers and 200 real estate agents. Yes, that is I would true. love a yeah. bachelor where it's like some really arrogant dude, and then a bunch of just average looking normal women. They did that once years ago, but they did it with guys, and it was called Average Joe. I remember that. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, I'm thinking of Joe Millionaire. They had they did that too. But yeah, right. that was that was there a was an Average Joe, a Joe Millionaire, and a Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo show was my favorite show in the whole really world. Funny. 
Joe is really the default for normal it really dude. Is. Yeah. It was called Joe Millionaire, right? Joe Millionaire, yeah. And what was the name of the girl who won who later did like weight loss commercials? It was like Jillian this- Barbieri? But no. Was it like Joe Millionaire? Zira <laughs> or Zena or Zara or something. What? I think the guy who won that was in the news recently. Like he He had some kind of, of scandal. Or I don't think he ke- I don't think Is that the dude who cut off that chick's hands in Vegas? Jesus. I don't think so. No? (laughs) Sorry. Are there any more just me and everyone's? (laughs) Oliver says, (laughs) just me or everyone, think when podcasters say so much more to get to, we'll have to do this again. Just record second F right there or keep going. Yeah. Seriously. As a podcaster, no. Just keep going for seven hours. It's not (laughs) a big deal. No. Uh, Let me speak on behalf of all podcasters. When we say, when we say that, it is because we're like, I really enjoy talking to you. I have so much more to talk to you about another time, but I, w- I need to pee like really bad right now, mm-hmm. and I'm tired of this. Samantha, yeah, exactly. Allison said there's so much more to get to, so we're going to need you to take another nap, if that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've been napping for five hours, but we have a few more just me or everyone. P. Ryan says, seeing myself on store surveillance monitor, I imagine these were her last known whereabouts footage they'll show on news. No, I never have that dark thought. No, I always just think that I have terrible posture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did we yeah. already do that one? Yeah, it sounds familiar. Did we? <laughs> I think oh. we might have done well, no, that. No, it was, it, it was a wouldn't. similar one. I think, yeah, maybe we have. If so, I've got to blame someone. <laughs> it's, I, and it's not going to be me, even though it is me. Real quick, the, uh, yeah. the let's talk thing that my mom gave you, tell me Wendy got it. She did get it. Oh, okay. Otherwise, that means you were chewing on it this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. CM Leifer says, every time I need to put air in my tire, the stem will never be at the top. It is mm, never at the top. It cannot be. Same with bikes. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Should it be? I mean, is, I guess I never... Well, it'd be nice if one, for once it was. Just me or everyone, by the way, when you put air in your car tires... I like to take the air thing and pull it as far away as yes. possible from, and then let it go and oh. watch it go whoosh, 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 bam into the air thing. <laughs> I'd be afraid it would yes. hit my car though. Or and my eye. The, yeah. No, there's a way to do it so it doesn't hit your car. Also, sure. one of the ways to do it is to not care if your car gets fucked up. <laughs> but I love pulling that thing as taut as it yeah. can go and then letting it go and it goes whoosh, 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 bam into the thing. I think you may be the reason why every time I go to fill up my tires, they're like, it's broken. Really? Yeah. Oh, because I feel like all the time I go to like, it's broken. Like, they have surveillance photos. Yeah. They have surveillance <laughs> videos of some jackass. I just put air in my back. car tire the other day, and as I was pulling up, I was like, okay, here's as far away from the thing as I can be so I can max out the air thing and then let it go right at the very end because I love the way that it slams <laughs> back into the machine. Free air is not free, Greg. Yeah. I hate putting air in my tires. I hate getting gas. I hate doing anything car related. I really should drive a Prius. For yeah. people who hate driving. I, yeah. <laughs> I think we might have talked about this before in here, yes. but never shower, never have, no, never have to pee or never have to get gas. You asked me that on the phone one time, <laughs> and I thought you meant, I thought you meant never pee or never have to get gas, like fart. Oh, oh, And oh. I was like, oh, never, never pee, because I, my gas is amusing never, to me. So you'd rather be a never pee or a never gas? I, I would rather never gas. I hate getting, get, getting gas. gas. I yeah. hate getting gas. I don't mind other car stuff, but I do. I, I hate getting gas. I don't know. Peeing is something if, that it's, sometimes it's nice to get away. Yeah, but I think <laughs> like that's true. Yeah, I can go to a I room and shut that. the door. I agree with that. But I think if gas stations were a little nicer here, yes. we'd have a much more pleasant experience. What do you mean here? 
What are they in like Cali- in Utah? Do they they're nice. Out and chocolate they're sh- gummy gums. No, because there's space. There's no space here. It's like oh. it's like if you want to oh, get yeah. gas, it's like so crowded, and there's a million cars, right. and then they're ghetto or like. And I feel like everybody's on the verge of a fist fight at yes. a gas station here. Everyone's yeah. like, you know, screw right. you, you took my station, and it's like we're all just trying I, to do this. But in Utah, it? there's like a woman in a prairie outfit handing out donuts or something. There are women in prairie outfits, but they're polygamists, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want to talk to you. Well. But yeah, no, I'm just saying in other, not even just Utah, even like when we go visit his parents in Cleveland area, it's just like there's more space and it's just not as stressful. Yeah, I mean, like it's here, true. it's just amped up yeah. and everybody wants and to. There's gas. always that dude that comes up to you and is like, "Hey, excuse me, hey, <laughs> hey," and he's like, "Oh fuck," you know, <laughs> the guy who wants to clean your windshield, or just you know, uh, yeah, you got any money? Yeah, I told you. My my thing, right, that's, that works every time, if you just say, I don't feel like having a conversation right now. I'm sorry, I don't feel like having a conversation yeah. right now. <laughs> it works every... Just try it. Next time one of those guys walks up to you at the gas station, like having just a conversation go, right now. Just say... And when, this is a drop invite. Just say, check the turt. <laughs> <laughs> you could try that one. I've gotten tweets before that say, check the turt, and I show to a wife, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? How do these people know about check the turd? And I'm like, we talk about some of the stuff that happens in our lives on the show. She's like, well, you told them about check the turd. You know what really shuts people up? I'm thinking about my mom and being inside of her. <laughs> Conversation stopper. Wait, can I tell you another thing that happened today? Yes, I'm sorry, please. I know we're it's doing okay. just me no. and everyone. We're barely doing it. Um, <laughs> when I was home for my sister's wedding, I was in our living room. At my parents' house, and my mom had this giant rug in the living room, and I was looking at it, and it had this pattern on it, and I looked at it, and it was a fucking swastika. What? Oh, and there yeah. were like a yeah. hundred swastikas all over the 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 Where was rug. It from? I don't know. Was it like was it Native American or something, or was it? No, it was from like some bullshit place my mom shops, like <laughs> West Elm or whatever she shops at. But like, it it was one of these things where like you know. You're looking at something and, and all of a sudden you see it in a different perspective. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I and as soon as I looked at it, I was like, Mom, this rug has 500 swastikas <laughs> on it. And everybody who was over, there was like a lot of people at a house for the wedding. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, it does. It's all swastikas. <laughs> so then my mom texted me and told me that the aquarium in the living room exploded and destroyed the rug, which I know is bullshit. <laughs> Which I know, or what, you're looking at me like, as yeah, no, there's no way. The yeah, it was bullshit. Was so she texted me a picture today of the it's new rug. Fish. Here's our new rug. Do you see any evil symbols in it? The Nazi rug got ruined when the, aqua- when the aquarium flooded. I want your approval of it. And I just immediately wrote her back, Mom, that rug has the four-sided pyramid, the symbol of the Armenian genocide. <laughs> I think and the- then there's like a one hour pause and she writes, okay, I will check with the USC Armenian genocide stenner. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to show the, that. The aquarium break was like aquarium crystal knocked. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. To some extent, I guess so. Sorry, I just wanted to share that about the rugs. All right. I thought it was funny that happened to my mom. The, thing. <laughs> the great just one. Happy ones? What? Any more just me or everyone? The great one says, just me or everyone. Wait until after I brush my teeth to put on chapstick. Yeah. What? Definitely. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, because you don't want to brush your teeth. You don't want to like put goop on your lips and then brush your teeth. It's a little bit gross. And then it gets all over your toothbrush. Yeah. What's like the ritual application of chapstick yeah. before you go to bed? Oh, yeah, I do. I put Vaseline on my lips before, before I go bed? to bed. Mm-hmm. What? You yeah, don't I ever do feel that. like it makes you break out? Around your lips. And that's always my concern. I haven't had that problem. Wait, you... But I get really chapped dry lips. 
So I, to, I didn't know uh, that was a thing. Like I put, I started putting face lotion on now in the last year or so uh, before I go to bed. Do you do that? Why? I guess you probably do that. I don't know why because I all like got me talked into it because she's really obsessed with some face hydration. <laughs> is serum? it for like anti aging or something, or is it? I don't know what it is. Of, she like know. worships this doctor. What's that woman's name that she worships? I think it's Doctor Paula. Yeah, Doctor Paula, and she has all this Doctor Paula shit at the house. It's just constantly coming in <laughs> giant boxes. You do have Amazon. nice skin, babe. thanks, Daniel. So I've gotten into this thing now where after I shower, I put on face lotion, but I can't even imagine thinking about my lips before I go to bed. Yeah, that's... What are you, a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I never lips, think about my lips. Sometimes feet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll put like uh, lotion and stuff on my feet and wear socks and sleep in them to just keep them nice, you know? Yeah, I do It's that. a whole process. I have really gross feet. It's true. Yeah. Some... I like alternate. There are nights when I get ready for bed and it takes like five minutes and then there are nights when I get ready for bed and it takes like 25 minutes. Do you ever yeah. feel like getting ready for bed wakes you up? Yes. That's what yeah, I hate the most. Yes. I feel like my getting be- ready for bed ritual has gotten longer and longer yeah. over the years. You just start it when you wake up. Yeah, I just wake up and start <laughs> getting ready for bed now. <laughs> Cassandra May says, hate driving at night. Assholes don't know how to turn off their bright lights for oncoming traffic. Hashtag country roads. Hashtag road rage. That is a Tucson thing for sure. Like mm-hmm. some, not here in LA, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey folks, you got to turn off the brights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Rachel <laughs> Phillips says, <laughs> I don't like. Ask and answer. Jeez. Yeah. No, that's it. Simple answer. Okay. There were sp- on New Year's Day, everyone was driving like an asshole. Oh, my God. We had, were just commented on it when uh, Katie Levine, who is a podcast producer and all-around wonderful person, tweeted yeah. something about everyone right driving like Right when we were dealing asshole. with it. Wait, Katie Levine complained about something? <laughs> what? Hey, now. Anyway, we were just weird. We were complaining about it, yeah. and then she tweeted it. Yeah. Right when we were complaining about Rachel it. Rachel Phillips says... She was probably driving while she tweeted it. <laughs> I don't like to unplug my phone from the charger until it reaches 100%. Just me or everyone. Mm, sure. I'm okay with it. I'm fine yeah, with that. unplugging it. My wife definitely will not unplug her phone until it reaches 100%. A lot of people have that phobia of their phone draining down. I walk around at like 10% all the time. I do that a lot too. It, like it to makes be, people nervous when I they like see it. I like to be about 40%. Yeah, you write it. It's better for your battery to keep it fully charged. Really? Yeah, Wait, Jeff, I thought it was, you were supposed to let it drain. Yeah, the sometimes. rules have that's changed cool. on us. No. It used to be you had to run it down all the way all the time. That's a or else you would train it. That's, into, a, that's a different kind of battery completely. So the rules now are you, it's better to keep it charged. Correct. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, you can't keep up. It's an entirely different kind of flying altogether. Mm-hmm. Sarah says, when I bring in a cart from the parking lot, especially if it's loose. Wait, feel- hold on. Start over. When I bring in a cart from the parking lot, like especially if it's loose, yeah, shopping cart, oh, I okay. feel super virtuous. Oh, like a loose, like right. just like someone else's rolling oh, around. Oh, I do too. I feel like I just did something good for the world. I do too. Yeah, yeah. and I always it feels very. And if you see someone me, who works at the grocery store, you you make eye contact and you give them a nod. Like, <laughs> do you ever? You know, when they say, "Would you like help out to your car?" I don't know if they say this anymore, but they used to they, say it. Yeah. Would you ever say yes? My mom would sometimes. I never have. I would never. never no. It, when when if we ever have like groceries or anything delivered, I'll usually help them bring it. I'll do half the work. Like if I move, I'll do all, all, most of the moving. Like I can't have someone do the work for yeah, me. Yeah, I have I, a hard time with that. I feel like they have to offer because that's their job and they're told to offer. Mm. But um, that's not really their job, and I'm not supposed to take them up on it. I remember 
my mom what used to What am I a woman? <laughs> my mom used to <laughs> always say drop. My mom used to always say, I don't know whether they want to help you because it like gives them a break from being in the store or if they don't want to. She should to. lean in and oh. whisper and be like, what do you want? As a, people Al, oh, yeah. as a former oh, yes. grocery store Shit. We have an expert. bagger <laughs> and cart gatherer, uh, it actually would like, I would love to take stuff out to cars and I would love, like I'd be mad that someone took the cart in for me mm-hmm. because it's like an escape to get away from someone bagging right. constant groceries. It's a tiny vacation. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I would love to like, oh, sweet, carts everywhere because I could just take my time, get the get the far cart So next away. time, I'll, if I see an employee coming out, I'll take the cart and I'll just push it randomly and I'll, <laughs> yes. and I'll, and I'll give him a nod. Go fetch, buddy. You're welcome. And he'll be like, You're thank welcome. you, sweet. Um, as a pet owner, Allison, Daniel, Jeff, do you find that the pet stores are obnoxious about customer service like, like how like when i go into the one near my house as soon as i walk in they're like what are you looking for and like 97 super awkward teenagers who work there descend on you that is because you live in venice when and we go that you can barely get someone to even ring you up and when you leave they're not like we have to carry the cat food to your car no really? they just throw yeah. it at you and they throw your change at your head Oh, maybe maybe the pet store is good, and I'm just mad because it's good. Do you go to some like shishi pet store, like Urban Pet? No, I go to the Sentinella feed bin. Oh, but there's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like they walk into a high school and they're like, "Do you have like debilitating acne and horrible like social skills, but love cats? Do you need a job? Like, we're gonna hire 600 of you. Also, do you happen to love like Depeche Mode or whatever?" <laughs> And as soon as you walk in, they just attack you like zombies. And I, every time I'm leaving there, I'm like, I want to turn to one of the kids and be like, so help me God, if you fucking ask if I need help carrying one pound of cat food to my car, I'll, I'll kill you. No, I don't. Pet Whoa. Smart or Pet Car, wherever we go, is yeah. absolutely a thousand times okay, not Well, then like big ups that. to the Sentinella feed Does bin. the feed bin, please tell me the, <laughs> please tell me the barn, feed right? bin sells like horse food and shit no too, it's right? mostly just dog and cat food i don't know maybe they sell because i don't there. consider I that ask. feed <laughs> like it feed is, is what you give birds and horses and cows mm-hmm. cat not feed, your dog and cat, cat. Food. Yeah, it's a grain in great volume right that's what feed is yeah. feed it's such a weird noun yeah because it really should be a verb mm-hmm. right when i had pet ducks mm-hmm. we used to go to a place that was a feed barn or a feed bin or something. And I remember this is going to be interesting to no one. I'm going to, I'm going to carry on anyway though. Yeah, please. With ducks, when they're babies, you would feed them scratch, which was like the consistency of sand. No mash, like the consistency of sand. And then when they got older, you'd feed them scratch. If I remember people who have ducks, am I, am I remembering this right? Scratch, which was like cracked, (laughs) Like cracked bits of corn. And then when they get older, you can feed them pellets, which are mash pellets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway. You didn't think you were going to learn something on this I know. podcast, I just did you? feel I wanted to. <laughs> so that's and what then what do, do they eat? If you have ducks. No, they, then you can just feed them pellets. <laughs> All right. And finally, Juando says, and this is spelled Juando. I hate spending this. Our, the our same- dog is snoring. By the way, perfect timing. <laughs> Some of the listeners might be too. But tell us more about duck food. I hate spending the same amount on a belt as I would. Greg, what are you? What are the you fuck doing? Are you doing? <laughs> oh. 
I, well, now she stopped. Right. Sorry. Please manhandle that microphone some more while Allison's trying to talk. I think every nerve in Greg's brain, or Fred, Fred, whatever. Fred, Jeff's Jeff. brain. I don't know what Fred. And yours. Yeah, mine too. Sorry. You guys, I put my one of my straws inside of the chill pipe, and I can't, you can't get it out if it gets in there. Can you just blow it out? No, I've been trying. You can't. It's just, it's just stuck in there forever. Is there just me or everyone? <laughs> There's one left. Is it from Wando? It's from Wando! <laughs> <laughs> I hate spending the same amount on a belt as I would on a shirt. It just doesn't feel right, just me or everyone. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wait, but which one should be more expensive? The shirt. Shirt. Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Just want to make sure I'm on the Although right page here. Although you probably get a lot more use out of a belt than a sh- than a one shirt. Right. Yeah. So, the, Interesting. oh, now Greg's using my, oh, you, my highlighter worked to get your yeah, straw did, out of your did. straw. You guys. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great pod. If you need, <laughs> Sorry. let it be people who aren't part of the podcast saying it's not a good podcast. <laughs> I, f- I think it's a good podcast. Thank you. No, it's good. This one's good. Listen to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I feel like let, telling them now to listen to it is a little no, late. Just, and also in the future. <laughs> Um, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps your own chill pipe. Greg, you might need to get a replacement chill pipe. No, my chill pipe is fine. Click. What? It's chill. It's fine. <laughs> Click through the banner on my new snazzy website, allisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you for your Amazon support. Thank you for PayPal support. We have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also... Touch the tushy, touch, touch the tushy, tushy, touch. You can get these the on Gumroad. You can also the get them tushy, in tushy, iTunes. Tushy, touch, um, touch, if you go to the, the new tushy, website, touch, which I keep the mentioning, the tushy, there's a store tab. Get all of it there. Also, some bonus episodes available. Um, leave us a nice comment. Subscribe on iTunes, itunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Email us, show at gmail.com. Uh, Jeff, or Fred, as it were, <laughs> where should we go for you? You can find me at Colonel Fred Fox on Facebook and Twitter. Daniel? Just want, I, of course I know his name. I, I, I don't, it, it, my brain just... How do you spell it. Fred? <laughs> no, Fred, how do you spell that? <laughs> you waiting for me? Yeah. By the way, the most the the most cringe inducing thing for me is when I get someone's name wrong. Mm-hmm. I, it's horrible. Anyway, we all know that it just came out wrong. At Dave, Daniel, Dave, Quartz. just do your plugs. <laughs> <laughs> See, it doesn't bother me when someone does it to me though. Um, at Daniel Quants, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, Alan. At Alan Moss. Jenna, uh, check out our podcast. Sorry, not sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones, and you can find that at jennakimjones.com or on iTunes. Greg, the way you're sipping that straw is very sensual. Is it sensuous? <laughs> yes. Uh, Where should we find you? At Dong Attack. Great. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend